Blog Talk Radio. One source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio network. Thank you. 
friends and enemies are so close to me I don't know who you supposed to be So contemplate that before approaching me Hey fool, run that shit the fuck back, man
existence I was thinking blowed out of my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My bad. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. This is the Foundation, and we are High Frequency. Where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we are correctly applying that correct information here at the foundation. I want to start off by saying all praises, thanks, honors due to the creator and the ancestors. I definitely want to next say peace, shout out, big up, salute to my big brother, the uncle of the conscious community, the one and only Yusuf L, high frequency radio network creator, SPC dot, well, my bad, SPC university dot private science solutions dot com. If you're looking to do your dance with the secure, uh, secure party creditor, I'm already starting off with the fumble lips. My bad, y'all. But definitely check out spcuniversity.privatesidesolutions.com. A plethora, an exorbitant amount of information available to you there. So definitely shout out to, you know, the big brother, Yusuf Fair. Like I said, I call him the uncle of the conscious community. You can call him whatever you want. Just don't call him collect. <laughs> I'm in a good mood, y'all. Today's episode is entitled In God We Trust or W.A. Damn, Chris L. Y'all know Chris L. If you don't know Chris L., you need to get to know Chris L. Very, 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 very smart and talented brother. He's been on the show several times. He is the author, the creator of the Passport No Social Part 1. Passport No Social Part 2, a.k.a. Shake and Bake Layup, is a brother that I respect. I respect his mind. You know, there's very few people that I converse with that kind of have me just listening and being like, well, tell me more. And that's definitely one of the brothers. He was talk. We were talking last week, possibly the week before. I don't remember. And my man hit me with something that I ain't never thought of before. I ain't even ever heard of before. And I knew, I knew that the high frequency radio network audience, the foundation listeners needed to hear this. So this could be a controversial show if you, you know, if 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 you weak in the in the sternum area, if you if you weak in the knees, if you got bad anklets, you might not want to check this show out. You might want to go listen to an archive, you know, go watch uh, go watch something else of, of a little more temperament because this you know this might this might this might break your anklets straight up. So you know we gonna get to that. In God We Trust or W8 Band with Chris L. And as always, I would like to welcome you to check out welcome to thefoundation.com. Make sure you sign up for the email list. We will be giving away some free silver once again very, very soon. 
And, you know, one of the main criteria for that free silver giveaway for the winner is to be signed up for that email list. I know that's going to be one of the main criteria. The secretary will, will disperse and dispense the other criterion at a later date, but I'm, I'm making it clear we're going to do it more than likely in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that silver giveaway. So sign up for the email list at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. If you have not already, you will be able to get your hands on that exclusive content and those exclusive offers only offered to the email subscribers. Also at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com, you can check out the PDF section, free information. Just grab it and go. You know, kind of like a takeout order. But you don't have to pay. You know what I mean? PDF section, 100% free. Just do your dance. You can also, if you are so inclined, check out the education tab. You know, we got Passport No Social Part 1, Part 2, a.k.a. Shake and Bake Layups. On the education tab, there's a bundle. You can get them both for a little bit less than what you would have to um, give up, so to speak. For both of them individually, so I just definitely suggest you grab that biz bundle, the biz bundle, as well as you can check out the Foundation Trust Primer over 18 documents, PDF documents, handpicked by yours truly. If you're just getting into private trusts, you don't get it. You're more familiar with intervivos trusts, you know, public trust, statutory trust, trust that lawyers and attorneys establish. And you're trying to do your dance on the private side, check out that Foundation Trust Primer. You know, then you can graduate to the Foundation Trust Series Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. If you're a visual learner, this is going to be all for you. It's PowerPoint presentations, Supreme Court citations, Black's Law dic- dictionary definitions, all wrapped up in one. Even got some nice little transitions, man. You know, <laughs> I, learned, I learned some stuff with PowerPoint. And you know, I just we just put it down, all wrapped up in a nice little presentation. That's passport, uh, no social part one, no social part two, shake and bake layup, and the foundation trust series part one, part two, and part three. While you're on the, uh, I'm sorry, while you're on the website, welcome to the foundation.com. Make sure if you're into it, you know, check out the social media pages, Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Instagram page you can navigate to from the website. You can also book a consultation as well as make a donation all from the same spot. That is welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners, all the live callers, live internet listeners, as well as peace to all the archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, however you check out the foundation. However, you check out the foundation. I definitely want to say peace to you. I also want to say peace to all the trustees and private trustee training here at the foundation. Definitely want to salute y'all as well as anyone. Peace to anyone who's invested in their private education, even though it may not be here at the foundation. You know, hey, if you invest in your private education, that's that dance. You're doing it. And, you know, I respect it. I also want to say peace to anyone we've done business with in the private via consultation or otherwise. Peace to anyone who has sent an email, well wishes, or current event, or otherwise added to the foundation. Definitely want to say peace to you. 
peace to you, peace to all of you, peace to peace to, you know, your brother and, and your sister and your, and your cousin and your mother, you know what I'm saying? Peace. Shout out. I trust y'all had a great week. You know, you're enjoying your week. You know, it's Wednesday. Some people call it hump day. You know, you're getting over the hump of the work week. You know, so, you know, I trust you're enjoying yourself, you know. And if you're not enjoying yourself, I trust that you're taking steps that you make. Enjoy yourself very soon, you know. But let's let's get into this. We got In God We Trust or WA Band with Chris L. Man, look, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for y'all to get your hands on this, get your ears wrapped around this, you know. Um, We're going to bring them to the stage here shortly. But first, y'all know the deal. Let's jump in these current events. I'm going to try to get through these as quickly as possible so we can get to the topic of the show today. And let's do that dance. Let's start off with CNBC. And this is the thing. All I've been seeing, and, you know, most of y'all know, I had a mentor who was an ex-Army intelligence officer who taught me how to read the news, you know, how to get current events and see what's going on, you know, news outlets especially national news outlets are usually how sovereign countries communicate with them with each other you know before they make official statements they can put out a a piece in the news and not have to make an official statement and it kind of flies under the radar of excuse me of you know people's noses but also, you can see what's happening and you can see what's coming if you know how to look at the news. And that's why I bring, you know, these current events to you each and every single week because I know it is important. What I'm seeing this week, inflation, inflation, inflation. CNBC, a key U.S. inflation gauge rose 3.1% year over year, which is higher than expected, which makes me kind of confused because these fools, they, they run... The policy, the monetary policy, they decide what's happening, what's not happening, and how, you know they should know what to expect. I mean, I mean, come on, it's, it's not rocket science per se, but you know, economists that study the economy, and then you have professionals and those high up in government who have a heavy background in finance. You know, that should you know it should be expected. But hey, what do I know? And real quick, inflation really means the inflation of the money supply, more currency that's circulating in the system, the more currency that's circulating in the system, i.e. inflation, means that there's more currency notes chasing the same goods and services. So you're going to see an overall rise in prices across the board. You're going to see that overall trend in these current events. So what we got here, a key inflation indicator rose at a faster than expected 3.1% in April as price pressures built in the rapidly expanding U.S. economy. The Commerce Department reported Friday. This is the Commerce Department. You know what I'm saying? Y'all deal with commerce. You you should understand, you know, monetary policy. You should understand price uh, pressures. You should also understand inflation and be able to expect it. But, hey, whatever. Maybe I'm being too harsh on these professionals making all this money high up in the government. The core personal consumption expenditures index was forecast to increase 2.9% after rising 1.9% in March. 
Federal Reserve officials consider the measure to be the best gauge for inflation, though they watch a, a number of other metrics as part of its price stability mandate. The Fed considers 2% to be healthy, though it is committed to letting the level average higher than usual in the interest of promoting full employment. I, whatever, I guess if you just believe what they tell you, the index captures price movements across a variety of goods and services and is generally considered a wider ranging measure for inflation as it captures changes in consumer behavior and has a broader scope than the Labor Department's Consumer Price Index, also known as the CPI, which accelerated 4.2% in April. Over the past month, core PCE rose seven-tenths of a percent, also quicker than the expected six-tenths of a percent, including volatile food prices and energy. The headline PCE index jumped 3.6% year-over-year and six-tenths of a percent in March. Quote, inflation pressures might get worse before they get better. This is uh, Jeffries, an economist at Anita Markowska point out that declining retail inventories could push prices even higher. She added that a transition in consumer spending from goods to services ultimately should pull inflation pressures lower. Yeah, yeah, whatever you say. What do y'all think? Y'all paying more for food? Y'all paying more for gasolina? CNBC, U.S. inflation is transitory but could become more persistent. This is ex-Fed official Last name, Dudley. Dudley. I appreciate that. The recent spike in U.S. inflation is likely transitory for now. Sure, I don't believe that. But it could become more persistent in the coming years as more people return to work, said former New York Fed President William Dudley. Quote, I think that the scare right now is probably going to abate a bit as we go through the next year, but I think in the long run, are we going to see inflation above 2%? Absolutely. You know that's happening. I think the Fed is going to succeed in doing that, end quote, Dudley told CNBC's Squat Box Asia. Today, inflation has been a major focus in recent weeks. Investors are worried that a quicker rise in consumer prices would prompt the Federal Reserve to hike interest rates earlier than expected. The U.S. Consumer Price Index rose 4.2% in April from a year ago, the sharpest increase since September 2008. If y'all have a good memory, you remember what was going on back then. Once again, hot inflation may have become scorching in May and is expected to hit a 28 year high. Inflation has been warming up this spring and it's expected to hit a historical levels for the month of May. The consensus forecast for the core consumer price in- index, which excludes excludes, does not include food and energy is 3.5%. Imagine if they included food and energy. Food, of course, energy includes gasoline. We are all paying Higher prices at the pump, player, and at the Kroger. Higher prices. And here's a key mark for inflation. The price of the product may be the same 
check the weight. Check the weight. Because that's the first thing these companies do is they reduce the weight of the product. They reduce how much they're giving to you in a package before they raise prices. Please believe, because most of these companies know once they raise prices, we're going to look elsewhere for a cheaper product. So, the consensus forecast for core consumer price index, which excludes food and energy, is on 3.5% on a year-over-year basis, according to the Dow Jones. That's the fastest annual pace in 28 years. Quote, it will be hot. It could be up to 5%. The worst of the heat is going to be the second quarter in terms of headlines. It will be interesting to see what it looks like when you strip out the extremes. I think we're still going to have a warm summer when you have surging price pricing kicking in for everything from airfares to hotels. This is... Diane Swank, chief economist at Grant Thornton. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Swank expects headline inflation to reach 4.9% year over year. That compares to a 4.2% headline pace in April. Core inflation was 3% year over year in April, a level it has only occasionally reached in the past two decades, man. 20 years. So we're, we're seeing inflation or ultimately higher prices in everything across the board in, in, in amounts that we haven't seen in multiple decades. Quote, I'm worried about rent and owner's equivalent rent because it should go up. It had decelerated, she said. Shelter is more than 30% of the consumer price index and rent costs have bottoms in some cities quote the issue is it could have longer legs and keep overall inflation matters buoyed more than people expect so you know hey I don't know is your landlord raising the rent I know the price of succulent lobsters going up New York Post lobster prices claw their way much much higher Maine lobster prices jump to as much as $18 a pound in May Lobster is more expensive than usual this season due to a limited supply, high demand, and the reopening of the economy, which doesn't make sense to me because if it was open before and lobster prices were a certain amount, if you if you close the economy and then reopen it, that means people ain't buying. When they start buying, look, maybe my logic is flawed, but as the nation moves past the the, the panorama consumers are headed back to seafood restaurants and markets for the first time in months and the lobsters there to greet them are at a premium. Some main stores charge 17 to 18 dollars per pound for live lobster in May and that was about twice the price from a year ago. Prices are lingering in the 13 to 14 dollar range this month. Lobster is usually expensive in late spring, but this season has seen prices that are higher than Typical, and that's that's the trend. Y'all see the trend? CNBC home prices in March saw highest growth in over 15 years. Y'all picking up what I'm putting down? You feel what I'm saying? Home prices in March were 
13.2% higher compared with March of 2020, according to the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index. That's up from the 12% annual gain in February, and it marks the 10th straight month of accelerating home prices. The March gain is the largest since December, check it out, 2005, and is one of the largest in the index's 30-year history. Y'all see this? 20 years, multiple decades, 30 years. Prices are being pushed higher by what? Incredibly strong competition in the market. High demand is butting up against near-record low supply, resulting in bidding wars for the vast majority of listings. Cities with the strongest price gains continue to be Phoenix, San Diego, and Seattle. Phoenix sits at the top with 20% year-over-year price increase, followed by San Diego with 19.1%, and Seattle at 18.3%. All 20 cities reported higher price increases in the year ending March 2021 versus the year ending February 2021. Quote, these data are consistent with the hypothesis that the panorama has encouraged potential buyers to move from urban apartments to suburban homes and quote this demand may represent buyers who accelerated purchases that would have happened anyway over the next several years alternatively there may have been a secular change in preferences leading to permanent shift in the demand curve for housing this is Craig Lazara, Managing Director and Global Head of Index Investment Strategy at S&P DJI. Mortgage rates began rising during this period with the average rate on the 30-year fixed just below 3%. And then ending March at around 3.4%, according to the Mortgage News Daily. Of course, they're not going to say anything about inflation. Oh, but please believe. Please believe inflation has a lot to do with the price increases in food, price increases in energy, gasoline, price increases in homes. Next one, the Fed is in the early stages of a campaign to prepare markets for tapering its asset purchase. This is going to be a problem, y'all. The Federal Reserve is in the early stages of a campaign to ready markets for reducing it's $120 billion in monthly asset purchases to stimulate the economy. Comments by Fed officials in the past several weeks suggest the issue of tapering looks likely to be discussed as soon as the Federal Open Markets Committee meeting next week. And the Fed may be on track to begin asset reductions later this year or early Next year, at least five Fed officials have publicly commented on the likelihood of those discussions in recent weeks, including Patrick Harker, president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia, Robert Kaplan of the Federal Reserve Bank in Dallas, Fed Vice Chair for Bank Supervision, Randall Quarles, and Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester, who, whose comments to CNBC came after Friday's monthly jobs report, quote, as the economy continues to improve and we see it in the data and we get closer to our goals, we're going to have discussions about our stance and policy overall, including our asset purchase programs and including our interest rates, end quote. 
Mester said, while the discussion may take place, an announcement of a decision to actually taper would be several months later. I don't believe you. You need more people. A lot more people. I don't believe that. I think they're getting this primed to remove the stimulus. That announcement would then put the beginning of the asset reduction further out, perhaps by year end or early next year, since the Fed will taper its purchase. That is, reduce the amount it buys by some amount each month. That timeline would still see the Fed purchasing billions of dollars of assets well into 2022. Blah, blah. New York Post, Campbell's Soup lowers annual profit forecast as costs rise. Campbell's Soup is slashing its annual earnings forecast, citing higher costs for raw goods and transportation. Earnings, um, annual earnings fell short. The company's quarterly results estimates hurt by higher costs related to raw materials, transportation, the canned soup makers. Shares fell about 6%. Campbell, known for Swanson Raw, Prego Pasta Sauces, and Pepperidge Farm Cookies and Crackets, expects, <laughs> expects higher costs to hurt margins, even as, even as it plans price hikes for later this year. Inflation, shipping log jams globally, and surging demand on the back of a resurgent U.S. economy have led food manufacturers to sacrifice their profit margin as costs rose for items across the board. Quote, we expected this to be a challenging quarter, but it was made even tougher by several additional factors. End quote. This is Camel Chief Executive Officer Mark Klaus, Klus, Kluse, I don't know. I tried, y'all. Adding that he expects price increases to offset some margin pressures. Campbell also struggled with production and supply disruptions due to the winter storms in Texas earlier this year. Price hikes are a cold comfort and expect investors to view food companies with a skeptical eye in the next few quarters, J.P. Morgan analyst Ken Goldman said. It's all bad. It's not happening. <clears throat> Excuse me, CNN Business. What we got here? The perfect storm making everything you need more expensive. Steel, lumber, plastic and fuel, corn, soybeans, sugar, and sunflower oil, houses, cars, diapers, and toilet paper. Prices are rising almost everywhere you look. The post-panorama recovery is in full swing, and the global economy is struggling to keep up following a collapse at the start of the panorama as businesses closed and millions of workers lost jobs. Demand has rebounded with a vengeance spurred by government stimulus and consumers flush with cash. But companies that idle factories or put workers on furlough during lockdowns are now unable to secure enough raw materials to build the houses, make the cars, or assemble the appliances that are suddenly in high demand. Companies' needs are furiously trying to restock inventories following last year's global recession, straining supply chains, already reeling from the panorama to breaking point. A shortage of shipping containers and bottlenecks at ports have made matters worse and increased the cost of moving products around the world. Throw in accidents, cyber attacks, extreme weather, and a huge disruption caused by the desperate hump for cleaner sources of energy, and you have a perfect storm. 
There's no telling how long demand will outpace supply, especially as the panorama continues to rampage through some of the world's biggest economies. But there have already been shortages of everything from microchips and chicken to chlorine and cheese. And prices are spiking. The big question is whether, whether shortages in price hikes are temporary byproducts of the panorama or if the global economy is changing in ways that could permanently hike the cost of doing business and usher in a new era of what's, what's the, what's the theme y'all a new era of inflation. The answer has huge implications for workers, investors, companies, and government. What is certain is that for now, at least inflation is back and it is widespread. Inflation in countries that belong to the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development surged in April to the highest level since 2000. Ocho energy prices hikes boosted average annual inflation across the Organization for Economic Cooperation countries to 3.3%, but prices are rising even while volatile food and energy costs are excluding. How do we get here? With U.S. gasoline prices at 7 year highs, it's easy to forget that oil futures crashed last year. I don't know if y'all remember what oil futures, oil was negative. The price was negative. I've never seen that before. It was crazy. Brent crude, the global benchmark, briefly plunged below $20 a barrel last April as the panorama lockdowns cratered demand from airlines, motorists, and manufacturers. Brent has since shot up to over $70 a barrel on a dramatic turnaround in demand. U.S. oil hit $70 a barrel Sunday for the first time in nearly three years. A similar, similar, <laughs> similar phenomenon is playing out across a host of commodities, industries, and products. Quote, we've never really had anything quite that violent and rapid, both in terms of the change down and the change back up it's clear that the economic rebound created a lot of disruptions not just in supply chains but in business models end quote that's George Calhoun director of the quantitative finance program at the Stevens Institute of Technology in New Jersey take the auto industry a prime example of how the events of the past year have upended supply chains changed consumer behavior and are now fueling price pressures. The panorama temporarily shuttered car factories last year while the recession that followed torpedoed sales when automakers responded by cutting back vehicle production and thus orders for microchips. Semiconductor manufacturers reassigned spare capacity to companies making smartphones, laptops, and gaming devices. Products in high demand from household consumers during the time. Then, when car sales bounced back faster than expected, manufacturers found themselves at the back of the line for chips. Widespread shortages have forced the likes of Ford, Volkswagen, Fiat Chrysler, and Nissan to slash production and idle plants in some cases that has pushed the price of new cars higher and boosted demand for used vehicles, which are now one of the main sources of inflation in the United States. I don't know if you've looked for a used car lately, but the price is ridiculous. Some people are like, man, this used car is so much, I'm just going to get a new one. As the panorama recovery takes hold, the cost of raw materials needed to produce consumer goods and power vast infrastructure spending in China is soaring 
United States President's infrastructure proposal would only increase demand if approved by Congress. Booming investment into green technologies is also adding to strong demand for metals such as aluminum, copper, (coughs) silver, (coughs) silver, which are used in electric vehicles. Tesla recently added $2,000 to the price of a Model 3. CEO Elon Musk blamed rising raw materials costs, iron ore, copper, and steel used to make cars, houses, and electrical appliances have hit record price levels in recent weeks. The Bloomberg Commodity Spot Index, which tracks price changes across a range of metals and agricultural commodities, has jumped roughly 60%, y'all. In Shanghai, the price of rebar, a type of steel used to reinforce concrete, has fallen from record levels in May, but is still 16% more expensive than at the end of the last year. It's crazy. United States lumber shortages tied to sawmill shutdowns earlier in the panorama have spiked prices, adding nearly $36,000 to the price of an average new home, according to the analysis by the National Association of Home Builders, blah, blah. It's not just the construction sector that's feeling the heat. The rising cost of resin and pulp, for example, are prompting Procter and Gamble and Kimberly Clark to increase the prices of household staples such as tampons, diapers, and toilet paper. A growing list of crises on the supply side have exacerbated the commodities crunch. The Suez Canal blockage delayed goods shipments in March. Drought in South America has weighed on corn and sugar output. A deep freeze in Texas and the Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack tightened the market for plastic and fuel, while India's, India's outbreak disrupted ports and supply chains. Quote, it's really been a perfect storm, end quote. This is Warren Patterson. Head of Commodity Strategy at NING. The latest problem, JBS Meat, a major beef and pork producer, suffered a cyber attack that forced the company to shut down plants in North America and Australia last week. Factories have since come back online, but the disruption could cause wholesale meat prices to jump. Food prices are already rising due to a surge in demand for agricultural commodities such as corn and soybeans driven by China, where demand for animal feed is soaring as hog herds recover from an African swine fever outbreak, according to Patterson, the government has also been rebuilding depleted domestic corn reserves. On the supply side, dry weather in Brazil, Thailand, and Europe has weighed on crop yields, while Russia, the world's leading wheat exporter, has implemented an export tax to bolster domestic supplies and cool prices. Global food prices rose for a 12th consecutive month. Food prices have been rising for a year. And at their fastest monthly rate in more than a decade, according to the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization, the FAO Food Price Index, which tracks a wide range of products, was nearly 40% higher last month than its level a year ago. While the cost of raw ingredients accounts for a small portion of that price, consumers pay for goods in supermarkets and restaurants, food companies such as Nestle, and Unilever have already announced price increases on certain product lines in response to commodity, what's the word, y'all? Correct. Inflation. An increase in supply could ease price gains, sure, particularly 
because at these levels, there is a strong incentive for farmers to plant more crops. Quote, the move we've seen across most commodities is part of the usual recovery, a cyclical uplift. As we see the global economy normalize once we've recovered, demand will ease off, and I expect prices too. I'm not of the view that we're in a commodities super cycle. End quote. I don't believe him. What does he need? Right. He needs more people. CNN, CNBC. I almost said CNN. Mortgage rates drop, but not enough for priced out home buyers. Total mortgage application volume decreased 3.1% for the week, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association seasonally adjusted index. While rates fell slightly, they were not as low as the record levels we saw last fall, and that is why refinancing demand is not responding. Quote, with fewer homeowners able to take advantage of lower rates, the refinance share dipped to the lowest level since April. Applications for a mortgage to purchase a home were essentially flat. From the previous week, quote, the large annual decline was the result of, what do you guess, Memorial Day being compared to a non-holiday week, (laughs) whatever, as well as the big upswing in applications seen last May once panorama-induced lockdowns started to lift. It was also the result of sky-high home prices. Fewer buyers can now afford a home. They're telling the truth there. This was apparent in the average loan size for purchase application, which is at $407,000, which is just $9,000 below the record of $418,000 set in February, but still far above the 2020's average of $353,900. Player, it's going down. Let me get through these current events. Let's get to the show. Um, analysis Reuters.com as Fed taper looms global central banks eye their own exits from stimulus haunted by memories of past U.S. interest rate hikes the world's central banks are laying the groundwork for a transition to life with less global stimulus with many countries already signaling moves to exit meanwhile more vulnerable central banks are fortifying their financial systems to ward off the type of capital flight that hit emerging markets during the 2020 13 taper tantrum which was triggered by mere hints of fed tightening after years of super easy policy deployed during the global financial crisis y'all pay attention what the man they're gonna trigger something oh would you believe dollar end session 150 points lower for its third straight day of losses ouch face and neck u.s stocks finished Today's session near their lows as the market continued to struggle to break out from a tight range. Quote, given the low risk of broad contagion, we view the fallout of the recent short squeeze to be limited. (laughs) Quote, U.S. stocks have largely been stuck in a range since mid-April and don't seem likely to be breaking out anytime soon. End quote. Do you think that has anything to do with the apparent tapering of asset purchases by the Fed? I don't know. Reuters.com, U.S. Fed's reverse repo volume surges to record half a trillion dollars. The Federal Reserve's reverse repurchase window today took in $503 billion in cash, hitting a record peak for a third consecutive session as financial institutions 
flush with liquidity flock to the Fed's facility to park their cash and secure Treasury collateral. Sounds good, doesn't it? Stocks. Wall Street reverses, closing lower ahead of the inflation report. That's Reuters.com. Good news, maybe. Possibly. I know this is very controversial. CNN Business, developer pulls the plug on the Keystone XL pipeline after the Biden administration revoked its permit. The cancellation ends more than a decade of controversy over the pipeline and marks a big win for environmentalists who argued the project threatened the environment and would only worsen the climate crisis. A lot of people got hurt over those protests. So, you know, that I'll, I'll, we chalk that as a win. CNBC, U.S. trade deficit narrows slightly from record levels as demand for imports Let's up. America's demand for imports abated in April, easing the U.S. trade deficit from a record level. The goods and services shortfall declined to $68.9 billion for the month, down from $75.02 billion in March, which was the highest level for data stretching back to 1992. Goodness. I mean, y'all see this trend with these numbers, these, you know, decades, decades, a lot of a lot of these numbers are hitting the highest deficit, highest prices and inflations recorded in decades. 92, that was a while ago. 92 was a long time ago. Even with the monthly decrease, that still left the trade imbalance 30% higher than a year earlier, a time when the U.S. economy largely remained in shutdown mode due to harsh restrictions imposed on businesses to control the panorama moving forward. Higher interest rates would be good for the country, Treasury Secretary Yellen says. If you have any credit card debt, you know, credit card debt, line of credit debt, anything that's not a fixed debt, you want to get that down. Because when they start raising these interest rates, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be really ugly. If you have an adjustable mortgage rate, I would suggest that you refinance that as fast as you can into a mortgage that is not adjustable or an arm, but these fools are tripping. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said that President Biden's $4 trillion spending proposal would be positive for the country, even if it leads to a rise in interest rates. During an interview with Bloomberg News, the former Federal Reserve chair said the president's plan would total about $400 billion each year, a level of spending, she argued, was not enough to create an inflation overrun. Sure, it's already overrun right now. These people are so disconnected. Quote, if we ended up with a slightly higher interest rate environment, it would actually be a plus for society's point of view and the Fed's point of view. End quote. Yellen told Bloomberg, who went on to say, we've been fighting inflation that's too low and interest rates that are too low now for a decade. Fighting she said she added that if the packages help at all to alleviate things, then that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. What is this woman talking about? CNBC, Congress wants to make more changes to the U.S. retirement system. Here's what's in play, player. Less than two years after the SECURE Act ushered in significant changes to the nation's retirement system, more modifications may be on the horizon. Two similar bipartisan bills, one each 
in the House and Senate aim to build on that 2019 legislation as a way to bolster the ranks of savers and increase retirement security. The outlook is positive, blah, blah, blah. Y'all pay attention. Watch out. I don't believe them. I'm going to move forward. CNBC, Amazon has signed up multiple companies to its telehealth service. Amazon got this telehealth dance going on. Y'all watch your, watch, watch your privacy. Watch, watch your privacy information, man. Uh, as as healthcare and this stuff goes more and more online, more and more through the internet, you know, telehealth and all this stuff, you know, we're gonna see we're gonna see problems with information being exposed. Speaking of exposed, CNN Cox Media Group hit by a cyber attack last week. Cox Media Group's television and radio stations across the United States were hit by a cyber attack last week, with some stations still untangling from the impact, according to two sources familiar with the situation. The sources did not say if it was a ransomware attack or some other cyber intrusion, but systems used by the stations were impacted and the station operations were disrupted. Ouch face. What we got? Uh, New York Post, social media, news sites including CNN, New York Times, and others were hit by an outage. Did y'all see that? Several social media platforms, streaming services, and global news outlets, including HBO Max, Hulu, the New York Times, and CNN were hit early Tuesday by outages, blocking hundreds of visitors from being able to access sites. Confused Internet users were instead greeted by error messages that read error 503, service unavailable, connection failure, 404 not found. The websites that could not be reached also included Reddit, Twitter, Spotify, Target, Google, and the UK's government website. Dang, took down the government site, player. The global glitch was caused by an outage at a cloud computing service. Sure. Moving forward. Los Angeles Times, El Salvador makes Bitcoin legal tender. El Salvador's Legislative Assembly has approved legislation making the cryptocurrency Bitcoin legal tender in the country. The first nation to do so just days after the president made the proposal at a Bitcoin conference. If I'm not mistaken, El Salvador's currency is U.S. currency. So I would consider this a proxy of the United States. We're going to see this happening most of y'all would say that's good. Like, oh, that's good. You know, we need to make Bitcoin legal tender. Okay, well, check this out. New York Post. Bitcoin price falls after the United States reclaims colonial pipeline crypto ransom. They paid the ransom. U.S. United States got it back. Bitcoin fell. The day after United States officials announced that they managed to recover most of the crypto- cryptocurrency that was paid as ransom to the colonial pipeline hackers. The price of Bitcoin fell yesterday, one day after U.S. officials announced Bitcoin traded almost 12% lower yesterday. The crypto was exchanging hands at about $31,800 per coin. Other cryptos, blah, blah, blah. Anthony Denier. <laughs> that's probably not how it's pronounced, but that's how it looks, and I believe it. CEO of trading platform Weibo said the Department of Justice announcement that they were able to retrieve the ransom payment is hurting the price of Bitcoin. Of course it is. 
He notes that it's unclear how the government got the crypto back, but regardless, this shows Bitcoin isn't as secure as many people believe, Denier told the Post. (laughs) Criminals have been using Bitcoin because of the supposed inability of governments to get at it. But if the U.S. did reclaim the money, that destroys that claim, he said. We went on to say this could be a very big problem for people trying to get money out of countries with poor economies. If governments can claw it back, that hurts its appeal. It's not clear that the drop in the market was driven only by the Justice Department's announcement. Sure. Holding tanks are seen. My bad. The retrieval of the ransom could actually be viewed in a positive way. Sure. This is Brock Pierce, chairman of Bitcoin (laughs) Foundation. Man, they're trying to spin this, boy. Meaning that the government has a recourse to hold bad actors accountable for their actions. But the Justice Department's announcement that, I'm sorry, the Justice Department's announcement that they were able to retrieve 85% of the 75 Bitcoin ransom handed over to the dark side, the Russia-based cyber gang behind the hacking, also raises questions about the traceability of Bitcoin and other cryptos. Player, one of the key attributes of Bitcoin held by enthusiasts is that it's decentralized and untraceable, whereas fiat currencies like the U.S. dollar are regulated by central bank and transactions are tracked by government agencies. Ugh. Quote, you can't really hack the Bitcoin blockchain. I mean, that's the whole value proposition and appeal of the Bitcoin blockchain, end quote. This is Dan Roberts, editor-in-chief of Decrypt, who covers blockchain technology. Man, y'all need to look into this. So if y'all, you know, I know people are heavy into Bitcoin. And, you know, hey, Bitcoin is what's up. Also, Reuters, U.S. government needs to confront crypto threats head on. This is U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren said today, and she called on policymakers to directly tackle issues presented by the growing use of cryptocurrency while saying a Federal Reserve-backed digital currency shows great promise. (laughs) Man, I want to know what y'all think. You know, I want to know what y'all think. They paid the ransom, and they they got the Bitcoin back. How? Is it what you thought it was? Does that concern you? I don't know. But that's it for current events. I appreciate y'all sticking with a player. Welcome to the foundation. Without further ado, you know, I I trust that y'all gained something from those current events. If not anything, you know, some insight as to what's happening on the planet and what's going on around you. But like I said, without further ado, I want to bring in Brother Chris L. Let's get into the show in God We Trust or W8 Ben. Chris, what's going on, family? How you doing? Yo, yo, peace, King. Peace to the gods. Peace to the trustees. It's a beautiful evening in Houston, Texas. I'm Southern filmmaking at its finest. Listening to these current events. And I'm like, how your boy Black Rob said back in the day, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy, man. It's, there's a lot going on. It's definitely a lot going on. So, man, you know, it's good to, good to have you on the show again, man. I appreciate you coming through. Um, man, it's let, always if, an honor. Always a pleasure. If you don't mind, man, let's jump right into it, fam. So... In God We Trust or W8 Ben? 
Yes, sir. He said if if Jesus right. had if Jesus had a DBA, yeah, do we Jesus, have do we have ours? Yeah, so, if Jesus is a DBA. You know, you got yours. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, <clears throat> so I agree that you know, allegedly, you know, Jesus and look, like I said, it's going to be controversial for some people. I'm not taking any jabs at anyone's religion, religious principles, or religious persuasion. We're just talking here. Um, you know, I, I I acknowledge all prophets of you know of God, of Allah, however you however you want to talk about it. But I do know, and even for me, there are some inconsistencies in the Bible. A as a brother of melanated descent, I have an issue with overall a religious document that was created by colonizers that we couldn't even read at a certain time or, you know, some of our ancestors, maybe some of the slaves, depending on how you look at it, was not able to read. So, you know, one of the main things that I think is an issue for me is that there's no J in Hebrew and that, you know, apparently Jesus was a Hebrew and there's no J in, in Hebrew. So, you know, that's, that's number one, but we're going to get into this. So if Jesus is a DBA and got yours, I, you know, I kind of feel where you're coming from. I remember last time you were on the show, you spoke on how in Matthew was the first and only time we saw Jesus in the all capital letters. You put me on the game that Matthew was a tax collector. I never knew that there was a spot in the Bible where Jesus was in all capital letters. So from there, man, I just want to, I just want to give it to you, man. Go ahead. Respect, respect, man. It's uh, like, you know, it's my, you know, intention, you know, that the message reaches beyond the words and and those that have eyes and ears to hear can, you know, see the heavenly. Uh, uh, the heavenly illustration with the 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 earthly embodiment you know of what the as above so below concept within commerce so it's like a d you know in the time before Jesus was born it was b c before Christ uh, and now we live in the time of a d and people think that a d stands for after death well, if that's the case, then Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth, looking at it. So it's like, but really, A.D. <laughs> is referring to, you know, uh, the Greek, you know, uh, Anu Domini Nostri Hesu translates say, into oh, say that in again, the year of our Lord. Say it again. Anu, anu Domini Nostri Hesu Christi, which is in the year of our Lord. You know, which then takes us to the Roman concept of capitis diminutio maxima, which is the highest or most comprehensive loss of status, bondage. So in reading the appointed book, the Holy Bible, with the Strong's Concordance, which is like the encyclopedia if you're doing any law research or what have you, you know, you would have your American jurisprudence or your corpus juris secundum, 
these are the encyclopedias of the legal uh, world, law world, if you will. Well, in the Bible perspective from the theologians in the strongest concordance would be that encyclopedia. Uh, words then mean take on different meanings with the strongest concordance that if you didn't read with that particular uh, concordance, then you wouldn't be able to identify the etymology or the uh, original meaning of the word. So like, um, for example, conception, the word conception is from the Hebrew, but Jesus Christ is from Greek. And that's crucial because in the Greek, there wasn't a translation, transliteration for conception. It couldn't have been because they took it from the Hebrew. Just like in Hebrew, there was no Jesus Christ. Like, so it says, letter J didn't exist. That's why it's Jesu Christi, Jesu, not Jesus, or Jesu, Jesu, Jesu. So when we look at conception being from the Hebrew and Jesus Christ being from the Greek and trying to figure out why that's crucial, these two words, these 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 uh, combination, these descriptives, were taken in account as the birth of Jesus, the event that was authored by Matthew, the Jew tax collector. So, the account, you know, I'm saying these words, you know, uh, with emphasis for a reason. The account of the birth of Jesus. That event was authored by Matthew. Matthew was uh, contracted to do the tax collecting work for the Roman government. So if anything, Jesus, Jesus, or Yeshua ben Yosef, uh, whatever you want to call this particular individual by name, it's up in air, the, the, the thing that is not debatable, at least from my perspective, is that Jesus is a law, prophet law statement that's backed by gold. And a couple of partners say, what? Jesus is backed by gold. What is you talking about? They didn't they, when he was born, didn't three dudes, wise men, they say, didn't was gold brought to him? So they put him in a manger. Is what it says when you do the etymology search of the word manger with the strongest concordance. It translates into fayat, um, uh, I think it's fayat. If I'm, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, you can do this on your own study, my, my people, and, and see this aspect in it, where that manger means to eat. So that means that they brought the gold, the frankincense, and myrrh, and put it into this business because it's in all capital letters, the highest or most comprehensive loss of status. So Jesus, then in all capital letters in Matthew one twenty one, when it was a prophecy, because the angel of the Lord came to Joseph, the messenger of the Lord came to Joseph in the dream, it says, and said he's going to birth, the son is going to come, he's going to come and, you know, uh, 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 redeem the world, pay for the sins of the world, and they're going to call his name Jesus, all capital letters. Then in 1 and 25, when Mary actually had, her firstborn son, Jesus, all capital A. So you just saw the prophecy or in business, the forecast, then the actual real life birth or the realized prophet. <laughs> so you have prophet now, 
that now when you go to Luke, who, as it is written, is like Matthew, I'm, I'm maybe surmising that Luke might have had some, you know, situation with the tax as well. But like Matthew, Luke records the account of the event of the birth of Jesus. So in Luke, though, it starts off with that birth saying that the king at that time, uh, King uh, no, uh, uh, Caesar Augustus, that's his name, Caesar Augustus, said in Luke chapter 2, verse 1, the whole world shall be taxed. Okay, I find that real interesting that the whole world is going to be taxed in Luke chapter 2, that's recording the account of Jesus, and then here goes this individual that's supposed to be born to be the uh, savior of the world, to save the world from their sins, and we all know that sin uh, in the Greek is hal martia, which means miss the mark or debt, synonymous. So Jesus is a profit loss statement because when Jesus, if, it's a, if there's a profit loss, what do you mean, Chris, that was a profit loss statement? Well, you had to decree something. You had to declare a thing. And when they declared the thing, the king who knew by prophecy said, I'm going to take the whole world. So now Jesus has to be born to come in to pay for the sins of the of the world so that the world doesn't have to be taxed. Well, what does that have to do with the two the, the king's two bodies? The king's two bodies is the body politic. And the body politic is also referred to as political. Political. Not political, political. In that you have the two bodies of the positive law and private law, excuse me, public law and private law. And in these particular body politics, you have economic entity. You have the four levels of feudal law from monarchs, lords, slash ladies. Then you have the uh, peasant. So in this particular situation, we're looking at the profit law statement that's referring to a so-called peasant that's backed by gold the entity that now can be used to redeem oneself. But Lucifer tempted Jesus to commingle funds. Forty days, forty nights, the same spirit that tempted him brought him up into the mountain, you know, as well, and tempted him to say, man, won't you go and, you know, do away with this? You know, you got all this power. Make that happen. When you have a bank account, it's the same principle. You can't co-mingle funds. You can't go and do with that business bank account what you want to do in the public just willy-nilly. It has to be a business expense. So in that, bringing up just a little point that these are nothing but allegorical stories. These are metaphoric in essence in how business moves, how what business is, meaning the public ministry of Jesus. When we go into Luke, it records, um, pull it up in Luke chapter 2, bringing up where they were leaving um, Jerusalem. Yeah, here it is, 44, chapter 2, verse 44. But they, and I'm reading out of the King James Version. I don't do the other versions because they don't even really matter. King James Version is the first 
authored work that all the other ones come from. So, like the New Living Translation in all the world. But verse 44, the day, and they're talking about Joseph and Mary, supposing him, child Jesus, to have been in the company, company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances, and they found him not. They turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. So I bring that verse up because they said company. Now you'll be like, all right, the company. Like I'm in the company of friends. I'm in the company of my family or what have you. But they were moving together, moving from one port to another, one place to another, because they were moving during this time of Passover is really what was going on. So they were uh, 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 traversing back to um, another city where they didn't, because they had to go back to Jerusalem to pay taxes is what they had to do. But Jesus stayed behind this time and wasn't in the company. And when they went back and found him three days later, get back to that, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. Now, the public ministry and Jesus, child Jesus, is in the temple talking to doctors, doctors. But they have it as child Jesus because the business has already been set up, and now he needs to start learning the ways of the ministry. What is the ministry? Do you know what your name really means and what comes with the Jesus contrivance? And when I say Jesus, I'm talking about the all capital name, that public ministry. A contrivance, and a contrivance means a description, a set of, uh, of of matter, descriptive, put together, compiled together, contrivance. So we're preached to about the Savior through falsehoods at, at our local 501, now nonprofit 501c3, of the concept of what the, the, the New Testament is a new covenant. So this is what they teach from these days. Uh, I, I speak on the level with this because I used to be one in the Bible Belt, grew up as a Christian, Southern, you know, Baptist, and and gave my my heart to something that I truly believed in. But I was always getting fucked over. Hey, real quick, I'm not trying to cut you, but we got about less than a minute left in the broadcast and a live broadcast. If you're listening on the internet, you want to call in to continue checking out the rest of this episode. The call the number is five six three. Nine 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 three six two five. Once again, five six three nine 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 three six two five. In about thirty seconds, anyone listening online will be disconnected. And if you want to check it out and you haven't called in, you will have to check out the archive episode. My bad, fam. Go ahead, continue. I'm intrigued. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, you know, so we preached, you know, to you know about in churches as I grew up about the Savior through the falsehood, and it's not that every preacher knows what's going on and what have you. They call too. They tell you they call, but you'll know the prophet by their good fruits. You go to a church that's broke and they can't afford a goddamn doorknob. You're in the wrong place. So, but they didn't know, Petey. They don't know, Petey. Jesus is the reason for tax and back season. I repeat that. Jesus, the all capital letter name, 
is the reason for tax and vax season. You must be redeemed from enfranchisement, correct the account which holds your estate, and be about your father's business. You see, when you go back to Luke chapter 2, when, when Mary and Joseph walked in and saw him in the temple, you know, shopping it with the doctors, the doctors, the hell Jesus, baby Jesus in there talking to the doctors for? Think about the birth certificate. It's a contrivance because it is a combination of details. You see, the account. A certificate is, is an, uh, uh, acknowledging some form of contractual relationship. What did you contract over with that capitalist diminutio maxima when you, uh, when you have the highest loss of status? Who's making the decisions on your account, your estate, and tell you that you're an individual but I tell you that an individual is a an entity, an economic entity, a part of a body politic. IRS has in their records about ministry, accounts, and events. Each transaction that you make is an event. And when you do your taxes, don't you have to submit a profit loss statement? So what is your business backed by, though? The capital contribution that you made into it, if it's an LLC, or did you buy shares in your, you know, from the corporation? How did you do it? You know? Because this body politic entity, this public ministry with the all-capital letter name Jesus, just like your all-capital letter name on that certificate, scription, Because W8 Ben is the code that I used when I got up out of the system. I came out of her, my people, with that code. W8 Ben is a code when you look at that W. W is the letter, the Hebrew letter for Allah or God. Eight is the symbol for infinity. And B-E-N, Ben, is the Hebrew word for son. So through God's infinite son, be ye not taxed in this country, in this system. But that's once nah, you, you say corrected that again. You gotta, the account. You got to say that again. Start over. W is what? W is the Hebrew letter for Allah or God. Eight is the infinity symbol, infinite, and Ben, B-E-N, is the Hebrew word for son. So through God's infinite son, be ye not taxed in this land. Mm. That's the IRS's code. So it's like we have not because we ask not. We perish for lack of knowledge. Because once we see that all capital letter name, and then when you read the rest of the book, and it just says Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus, the son of David, all of these different terms, 
because the son of David, Jesus, the Lord and Savior, had to go back to Jerusalem, Jerusalem or Jerusalem, Jerusalem, to redeem the world from taxation. Jerusalem, Jesus. When Mary heard Jesus say what he said in Luke chapter 2, talking with the doctors in the temple, he said, I'm about my father's business. But his father, he was talking about ain't Joseph. So if he's about his father's business in the temple talking to doctors, then how does that translate to what's going on today? I was told that the is a book of business. Then I go to church at these times as I was growing up trying to figure out this New Testament, why are we always in the New Testament, why are we not in the Old Testament? It's old because, you know, these, these uh, Christian churches as the New Covenant, that's what they deal with. Oh, well, who made that decision saying that we got a whole book here and we only going to focus on one covenant? Because of Jesus Christ? Y'all pray to Jesus, but you praise Paul. But see, in order for you saying that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, then you have to be a Jesuit. Because a Jesuit studies the teachings of Jesus, not a Christian. There's a difference. But because we're caught up in the ghost spell of different tongues, because Paul is Saul, but was revered as Paul, Jesus is Emmanuel, the 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 morning, the, was the lily in the valley, the bright morning star, all these different monikers and, and, and names. But there's one in particular that stands out that had to be backed by gold, and that was the all caps, capital, Capitus Diminutio Maxima, the highest loss of status. So how does all of this relate in the to, like, that doesn't say that it's a, pub, uh, a, a business. What it says is a public ministry. It's a ministry. And if you go to the IRS today, you'll see about ministry. I just shared with the family, Matthew is a tax collector. So you mean to tell me they ain't had it? They might not have had the code numbers, but I'm sure they had the principle of, taxation. See, in the United States, it's reversed, meaning people pay taxes here that are residents, things identified. But you don't pay taxes here if you're foreign or you didn't put yourself in a tax burden situation. You, you, knew, not, you knew how not to be taxed from the beginning. And the best way to not to be taxed from the beginning is through God's infinite son. When you go get the the, the proclaimed 9-8 number, and I preface this with used to, because you don't have to give them that code anymore. When I got mine, uh, the first time I got my 9-8 number for my uh, unincorporated business organization, it was with that code. The second time, which was maybe two months later, I went to call, you know, get a, a the nine eight number again for a different trust, the uh, the business trust, 
And they was like, oh, we don't need that because, you know, it's about the transaction. So there goes what, like you say, so well, the, the big uncle Yusuf, when it comes down to um, the substance of transaction is, is what the IRS looks at, the substance of transaction. So you can get the number all day. It means nothing until you have substance behind the event. So when we understand that there are churches that are nonprofits that are 501c3 tax-exempt organizations with the IRS, and that was established after the assassination of Martin Luther King, and Malcolm X. Why? Because those two movements, which was a problem for the United States government, was moving through the privacy of the church and the mosque. So being that this is a Christian country based on Christian principles and the ecclesiastical courts, the Roman law, the feudal law system, and admiralty maritime, is a whole hodgepodge gumbo of fantastic shit that you could flex if we understand what we what I just described from my perspective of how I see the Bible, it's business, it's metaphors, heavenly revelation with an earthly illustration. Jesus is the reason for a tax and back season. How do you protect yourself from this in, in, enfranchisement? I'll drop it right here. Being about your father's business is when you become a free man because you you form the social compact with the sovereign. You see, the state of Texas is a sovereign. And only the sovereign can hold land. Hold it, didn't I say own? Hold only the sovereign. That's why we got to pay tax to them because you have the highest loss of status. Peasant, the all capital name. It is not until you go and put on the record and deny that you are a corporation, for it is against your spiritual conviction to participate in enfranchisement. Correct the account. Become the executor of your estate and be about your father's business. But you got to be about that life, too. Jesus ain't have a job. He had a public ministry. Everybody on this call listening right now, uh, the, 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 the ears falling under the sound of the voice right now on the, the archive version, you should have you a 501c3 tax-exempt organization. Everyone should. Just like everyone should have a consulting firm. Two things you should have in business, a consulting firm and a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, at least, if you don't have a trust. In God we trust or W.A. Ben is a conundrum because there is no real answer for that other than you should have a trust. And yes, through God's infinite son, you are redeemed to where ye don't pay tax on the land. But you have to correct the status. There's a form for that. I yield the floor, so well. <laughs> Profound. Real quick. Copy this. Diminutio minima. Is the least change of state, capitis diminutio minima, consists of a person ceasing to belong to a particular family without loss 
of liberty or citizenship. Capitus diminutio media, which is the next stage or next change in state. Capitus diminutio media consists of a loss of citizenship and family without any forfeiture of personal liberty. Capitus diminutio maxima, the greatest. Capitus diminutio maxima involves the loss of liberty, citizenship, and family, e.g. being made a slave or a prisoner of war. Capitus diminutio or capitus diminutio is diminished capacity. It's a term used in Roman law referring to the extinguishing either in whole or in part of a person's former status and legal capacity. There are three changes of state or condition attended, which is maxima, media, and minima. So I think I think you're directly on point with that, family. Respect. Like I think when I see it, bro, is that's the legal person. That's the legal person. That people are claiming to be. That's me. That's 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 mine. Yeah. That's my birth certificate. That's and my then, social security number. And then go to church and praise the Lord, praise Jesus, whoever they praise and praising God, whatever. It but that that praising that you're doing, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But the prayers of the righteous fall on deaf ears because it say it in there when the template to pray, say, you know, don't go come around with vain repetitions, babbling like pagans, because the Father sees your prayers, sees. So, which, which would translate to actions. You see what I'm saying? So faith without works is dead. But again, with a strong concordance. That word work doesn't mean what we think it means. That word work means to deploy, put to use. Doesn't mean go get a job. Could mean that, but there's that gift, that faith that you have in you, that gift that you have in you has to be deployed. You can't deploy when you employ. <laughs> There's two different They both end in deploy One is D and one is M So you can't deploy while you're employed Unless Your employment Is your deployment gift There's levels to it Not everybody can be private Because most ain't got the cojones because it's a lifestyle today because it's cool to do because I don't want to pay this traffic ticket. Now, that's someone saying your job is going to tell you that you uh, 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 it's mandatory that you take this vaccine, back season. That's why I said that. Because Jesus is the reason for that right now. Because we're in the year of our Lord. But there's only one way that you could stop it from the perspective of how the law is set up. You can yell and hoop and holler all day. If I bet you won't have a goddamn job. 
you could sue. You could try to sue. You're going to waste your money. You ain't got the paper that the company got to get their lawyers to, you know, beat up on you. If you go and put on the record that affidavit, the statement of fact that I am, and you're not a corporation, that is half the battle. It's half the battle to let them know that you're not a corporation. Texas Rules of Civil Procedure Rule 52. In everybody's state, it's the same thing, but just, I mean, in, uh, in principle, it's the same thing. But the code number might be different, so you have to do your diligence. But each state's law can be incorporated into whatever point of authority, memorandum of, or point of authority could be incorporated as reference to because of the state, several states of the union. We have to realize that they're taking this whole thing to a whole other level if they get this situation passed in D.C. We're making uh, the District of Columbia a state. Washington, D.C. is the most heavily melanated city in the United States of America. But the 14th Amendment does not apply in the District of Columbia. If the District of Columbia becomes a state, the 14th Amendment would then apply. And all of those melanated people in that area will become just like the melanated people everywhere else, everywhere else when it comes to being able to hypothecate, bond them, securitize their person. That, that body politic called your legal name, your legal entity, your person. Wow, Rule 52, Texas Rules of Civil Procedure, <clears throat> alleging a corporation, an allegation that a corporation is incorporated shall be taken as true unless denied by the affidavit of the adverse party, his agent or attorney, whether such corporation is a public or private corporation and however created. I mean, look, unless denied by the affidavit of the adverse party, his agent or attorney. I hope y'all paying attention to what this brother's saying. I'm telling y'all, this is one of the few brothers that talk to me and have me asking questions. Um, sure. You can do a you can do an internet search for Texas Rules of Civil Procedure, um, www.txcourts.gov. They have a PDF. I suggest you download it and study that. And that's where I acknowledge the brothers' uh, facts that he's speaking because I've come across many times an affidavit of non-corporate status or non-corporate existence. Mm-hmm. Y'all ever heard of the affidavit of non-corporate existence? You should read that, and you should definitely look at Rule 52 in the Texas Rules of Civil Procedure. I mean... Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. I'm wow. not even hitting them with... We don't even have enough time to hit them with... Uh... Uh, uh, the whole concept of the <laughs> positive law, non-positive law, and that non-positive law deals with Title 42 of the United States Code. And non-positive law is prima facie evidence that can be rebutted. 
and what's in Title 42? The Public Health and Welfare Act and the Social Security Act. I'll stop right there. <laughs> uh. yep, that birth certificate is, is the nexus of a, of a lot of fundamental struggle fundamental poverty and fundamental loss of liberty connection to family and proper status I'm telling you and when you speak on that mm-hmm. capitalist diminutio maximo that's one of the first things that brought me into this information not trust information but you know this information as far mm-hmm. as I am not that birth certificate that is not my yep. social security number. I was never issued that social security number. Not me. Yes, sir. You know, um, you know, someone, I don't remember who it was, but they was like, your name is in all capital letters and your driver's license. And I was just blown away. Yeah. But, man. I remember getting my DBA when I got my first DBA uh, in 2007. I went in there and I wrote my name down, boom. And I didn't really know about this information in 2007. Um, I was on a little something, but not like where I'm at now. And um, I wrote my name down on the paper, and I handed it to the lady, and she gave me the printout back. And I said, uh, look, I said, well, I didn't spell my name like this. And it was in all caps. She was like, that's all our computers can do. And I was like, oh, well, interesting. But I'm like, damn, every computer got a caps lock button. You know, like, <laughs> you mean to tell me, but we talking system. You got the internet, then you have the intranet, you know. And the intranet is dealing more with uh, uh, the intercompany. So when you go in to get certain licenses or certifications, whatever it is that you're getting, they're all coming from the same uh, type, but the same overall system, different departments, same system where they can only put in letters that are in all cap form. They fucking system only say we only deal with peasants. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, uh dead entities. And then I'm a intransitive verb back to what you said, deploy is an intransitive verb meaning to bring into action forces or material. Employ is a transitive verb that means to provide work to someone. Mm-hmm. For pay, I mean, most can't be employed because they employed. <laughs> they employed you. You providing work for someone else for pay. You're not bringing forces into action. Yes. Yeah. Wow, deep, man. it is. And then people are like, oh, you you you're going too deep in that. You're being too too deep, too literal. Okay, well, if you say so, but, you know these words have meaning, and these meanings are important whether or not we want to acknowledge them i recently got my hands on this jesus yeah exactly yeah (laughs) he left his family he well excuse me they ain't say family he said he left the company the company yeah (laughs) yeah comma (laughs) kinfolk acquaintance so he stepped away from that business that, that they were doing 
to go back and get on his father's business was with, you know, the doctors. So, yeah. <laughs> you, didn't you put didn't you put the birth record, the birth in the Bible back in the day? <laughs> I'm just saying, like it, it's 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 so simple and it's in our face, so slick with it. And because of how we've been raised, and they understand the human mind and cognitive dissonance is real. Seven years, that's all they need. That's in canon law. In canon law, they say seven years, give me the seven, uh, show me a child at seven years, and I'll show you the man. Some phrase like that, but saying that, man, look, all you need is seven years to get the child's mind locked into a way, and then, boom, you, they'll never depart from their way. So you just need a child to stay broke in broke environment and broke conditions for seven years. And even if they try to get out, their subconscious is going to bring them back to familiarness. Why? Because that's what the subconscious is there for, to keep us protected from ourselves until we can find a way to reprogram that subconscious ideology and change our relationship with money through understanding how commerce and business operates, how money flows, and how contract makes the money flow. Something has to be executed with two signatures, two parties, at least two parties. And when Jesus, all caps, was crucified in execution, there was two individuals on side of him, two thieves. One that said, remember me, and one said, if you so-called, get on down. We're always being tempted to say yay or to say nay. But the reason why we don't prosper as a people is because we stay in that, that gray area of yay and nay, or we go to do what the what every spiritual context talks about, which is uh, being, uh, uh, you have to be firm like a tree planted by the water. You can't be withering and to and fro. You have to be firm, stand on your circle and square of what it is that you say that I am, whatever you're declaring. Make your decree and back your shit up. And got to stand firm under testing. Be, be faithful un, unto death. Hmm. Hmm. I can't remember what, what uh, the reason why reason why they was upset at the Lord's Supper. You know what I'm saying? It's because ain't nobody leave a tip. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Go look at the picture. That's what it was. Jesus' hands out. Who leaving the tip? That's why Judas was upset on that left side. <laughs> Niggas come in eating shit and have the unleavened bread and the wine and grapes and shit and don't want to leave no tip broke ass. And that's why he did what he did for those those thirty some odd pieces of silver. You know what I'm saying? Whose face is on it, nigga? Don't come over here trying to ask me, uh, should we who uh pay the tax? Well whose face is on it? On the coin. Caesar. Well render unto Caesar what is Caesar. Not adversary is, doesn't necessarily mean the police officer, the IRS agent. The, the adversary could be the person you're looking at in the mirror, or the person the man that you've been using this whole time to do business through. 
in the system. Yep. That individual person. Can be your adversary. Don't even know it. Mm. <laughs> it's deep. So when you take it towards of what's going on with these uh, potential uh, uh, genetically modified uh, serums that have uh, a combined matter description that is patented or trademarkable, according to positive law, Title 35, United States Code, and 17, dealing with copyright and trademark law and patent law, these people, these agencies, can inject you with this copyright patented serum and can change your body composition with it. And in that, the question to me comes, for me comes, if they change you up 20%, does that law apply to your body now? You'll become a copywritten, trademark, patentable work by the agency in which remixed your composition? Uh-huh. I mean, that's why you'll, you'll never see a patent on anything created by nature. It's, it's only things that are corrupted by man or synthesized through laboratories or, you know, different types of uh, methods that can be copywritten or patented. So that's, I mean, that's, yep. you make a good point. You make a good point. Definitely make a good point. I mean, you're already chattel property, you know, if you're dealing with that entity, you know, that uh, legal person, that bo- <clears throat> that body politic, the economic entity. If you're dealing with that, it's like you already a chattel slave, corporate personhood. That's already Share, done. Sharecropper. Sharecropper. But if they put that solution in you and it actually changes your body composition and they can verify that some type of way, then you biological property as well that they own, that they could potentially claim. That's just like taking a music track, you know, composition, and changing it 20%, then all of a sudden you you have what they call a new body of work. That's the same law when it comes to copyright and trademark. So this serum is the remix. (laughs) This is the remix. (laughs) Remix. (laughs) Hit you with that remix. You know, so it's like, man, uh, peace and Godspeed unto those that took the serum and strength and 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 fierce fire to those that hadn't taken it. Understand that there's <clears throat> there's paperwork. I got it. Hit up so well, man. Hit hit me up, whatever. You get it. Hit up so well, yeah. When it comes down to the case law that refers to uh, uh, the authorization of um, matters i forget what it is but yeah it's paperwork about that when it comes to supreme court cases you could use to back yourself when it comes to if you have a job or something and you're trying to keep your livelihood that's something you could use in your favor so yeah i'm gonna send that to you tonight so yeah 
Yes, no, you know I can't send you tonight because my my laptop is in the is with the shot in the shop, so I'll be sending it to you tomorrow. I'll send it to you tomorrow. Okay. Well, man, wrap it up for him. Wrap it up for the audience, man. In, in synopsis, give him give him a synopsis, man, before we get up out of here. Man, the synopsis uh, for the record, <laughs> full colon, Jesus. Is an economic entity that came to save the world by way of a metaphor that has an heavenly revelation with an earthly illustration. And depending on where you choose to be in the king's body, because you don't have a choice. In the king's body You're either a sovereign One who holds property A lord Or You're a serf A peasant So If we go into these different Dimensions (laughs) Of entity Called the minutio Of how it's represented in its Capitalization These dimensions of entity no matter which entity that we start if we're the trustee and we have that contractual paper that private contract we are God invest in your private self in your private education the person who loses the most money in life is the one who didn't educate themselves family is the first business so I choose to mind my business Peace to the gods and goddesses. Chris L. Be ready. Foundation. High Frequency Radio. Yes, sir. And, I, you know, I highly recommend that y'all download this episode. You can fast forward through the, uh, through the current events. You know, I won't, I won't feel any certain type of way. But really... <laughs> do your best to wrap your mind around what this brother is saying. Because if you're anything like me, what he's saying resonates. But just because you share resonance doesn't necessarily mean you understand, comprehend, understand why you are sharing that resonance. And I think that is the most important. You know, we deal with the effects. We're taught to deal with the effects. But we're not taught to comprehend the cause. Of said effects And I think that Is probably one of the biggest Issues that we as the people Need to overcome So I highly recommend I highly highly recommend And I don't usually say this I highly recommend Y'all go to blogtalkradio.com Forward slash high frequency And find the show In God We Trust or W.A. Ben With Chris L and hit that little download icon in the top right hand corner of the page and download this episode and listen to it multiple multiple times because a man dropping dropping bombs dropping bombs respect King I, I appreciate you coming on the show family I really do 
Um, I think we're just gonna we're gonna end it unless unless you want to take a couple callers. I say we. I just mean, if you out. got them, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna be honest. I gotta I gotta get something to eat, man. I ain't ate nothing today. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up, man. I um I appreciate you. Like I said, coming on the show, man. I mean, every time you you come on, you drop something that either hits me different or something I ain't never heard before. And I have no problem admitting that that I you know I don't know everything. I know very little. And you know it, it's yeah, always, but the big but the big uncle used to say, man, many men know many things, but no man knows everything. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, sir. Exactly. So yeah, man, I definitely want to say that I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And we're gonna let you get this food, and I'm gonna yes, say sir. peace to you, and I'm, I'm gonna wrap up, man. But I thank you, thank you for showing up, man. I really, really appreciate it. I respect. appreciate you, man. I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow, man. You know, you know, I talk to you tomorrow. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And when, hey, and when you read that uh those that, those documents, man, if, you know, we need to come back and you know dive into that. Cause that's dealing with case law too. So. Probably. Supreme Court case law. Probably, yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's, not? it's coming. Oh yeah, it's coming. They, they got a new strain already coming out or something, man. Huh? A new strain or something. So, a mutated the mutation. That's what they're calling it. Yeah. Like, yeah okay. Mutation. <laughs> All right. So yeah, appreciate you, man. Um, go get your food, man, and I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow, man. Absolutely, man. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods and peace to the trustees, baby. All right, man. Yeah, peace to the gods. Wow. Wow. I mean, what can I say? That was something else. Straight up. So, as always, man, peace to the brother, man, for coming through every single time. You know, he shows up, he drops, you know, he stomps footprints and solid rock that's what i like to say yeah and uh you know definitely honored to to know that brother you know and you know honored to know y'all i appreciate y'all checking out the show i see a couple callers i'm gonna take a, i'm gonna take a couple calls one of one of these numbers i recognize um the other ones i you know, i don't but I'll, I'll take two two callers but uh you know, Chris L. has left the building, the brother getting his sustenance. So, unfortunately, he will not be able to respond. If you do have a question for him, you're going to have to catch him next time. But, you know, with that being said, let me take let's take this caller right here. 602-9705, area code 602-9705, peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? 602 All right, try your try your mute button. Are you muted? All right, you missed out. Seven one eight eighty ninety two. What's going on, family? Peace. All right, Sam. How you doing? I'm great. I'm, I'm right. luxurious. Good man. Good to hear. Yes, How's yes. life? Everything is good. You know, I run the MC shit about you. Said about me? Yeah. Uh, no. He said you the baddest of the bad, coolest of the cool. Oh, okay. 
I thought All maybe right. hey, maybe they said I talk too much and I never shut up. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> Yo, I got this nice rod. Don't give you any fish. I got this nice rod for you. You know, um, because you know what they say, like if you get somebody fish, they're never gonna um, they're never gonna learn how to fish. And I I I, I was like um, I came across something that you was gonna give out some silver, right? And you, uh, I don't know how often you give it out. But I feel like with that rod, if you was like to throw that, you know, thing out every, you know, um, every so often, maybe like, you know, every month, Mr. Luxurious, you know, my family member who Luxurious, you know, um, maybe if you throw out some gold, maybe you get more fish, you know, yeah. or more silver, you know, I don't know, maybe once a month or something like that, you know, um, I know it's a shortage. I know a lot of people want to get some. You know, but like, uh, I'm not going to hold your guys up. I love your guys. Um, keep on doing what you're doing and remain safe out there. You as well, man. I appreciate you. Thanks for calling in. You know, I will. Good to, good to hear from you, family. Same to you, too. I, I, I've been going for a while, but I'm back now. I hope I stay back. That You know, um, and I appreciate you, too. All right, fam. Have a, have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. All right, definitely. Peace. Peace. I said I would take two calls. I took one. I tried to take the second one. Not my fault. That was the first one. I hope you all enjoyed the show. You know, I did say it may be controversial, but I invite you to check it out. Download it. Listen to it a couple times. You know, check it out on the podcast, however you get it. However you all get it. I know there's a whole bunch of different avenues to check out the show. But, you know, a little bit heavier, a little bit on, you know, philosophical plus law plus factual side. Definitely a a minor break from what we usually talk about here on the foundation. But I think it's necessary. I definitely think it's necessary for us to look at these things from a different light. And, you know, I'm honored to have the brother Chris L come on and, and speak. And, and shine this different light so that we can, you know, stand under it, bask in it, you know, because it is what it is. And I have a lot of respect for that brother. I really do. I have a lot of respect for that brother. So with that being said, I trust that y'all learn something. You pick something up. I trust that y'all had a great time, you know, that it was it was thought provoking And, you know, I definitely want to say peace. I want to say I appreciate y'all, all all of, you know, those of you who come and sit with us here at the foundation. Respect and honor. Respect and honor. But I want y'all to pay attention. I want y'all to look up. Quit looking at your feet all the time. You know, ask questions. You know, think from a different standpoint. We got some things coming down the pike that ain't going to be nice. I'm doing the best that I can to get everyone prepared you know i'm talking about the inflation i'm talking about the silver shortages i'm talking about the necessity of having private estates set up your business trust your asset trust your family trust you know private family foundations which is tax exempt you you need to make different moves so you can have different results it's, it's absolutely important 100 percent. and what's what's coming what's coming you know, we got central bank digital currencies. Y'all thought Bitcoin was was private and untraceable. Well, 
Not so. Do 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 a search for United States government um, reclaims Bitcoin from hackers and see how that see how that went down. Look at that. You know, don't put your faith in things that you truly don't understand or know what it is. I, I you know. I'm not saying to get rid of it. I'm not saying to get off it. I'm just saying to be aware. Y'all, pay attention. There's no substitute for real money. There's no substitute for gold and silver. There's alternatives. There's additionals. You know, there's no substitute. The ultimate form of privacy is through precious metals. There's serial numbers on every fiat currency note. Every single one. Serial numbers on both sides. Rip it in half and compare it. The same serial number. We need to come out of her so we're not partakers of her plagues. And it's going down. Learn to grow your own food. Grow Even if you got to grab a couple pots, put some earth in the pot, have, put them in front of your south-facing window and grow some herbs. Grow some basil. You know what I mean? Grow, grow some cilantro. Grow some, grow some peppers. A lot of that stuff will grow really, really well indoors through all seasons I'm saying this from experience the more that you can reduce your dependence on the public the more you can reduce your dependence on anything within the public including the church in my opinion the more independent that you can come the better you and your family are going to be when this stuff really starts coming through really start I mean we're going to see heavier inflation we're going to see higher and higher prices for staples food clothing and shelter the three necessities of life are the most expensive and will continue to become more and more expensive you know like the brother said deploy your resources deploy your assets start your own business start your own private estate start your family business even if you have a job start a business on the side make it a point to devote 10 hours a week. I'm going to devote 10 hours a week, 10 hours every two weeks to the side business, to the family business. You know, all that I worked all day, I deserve, you don't deserve nothing. Because working all day for someone else's company is not anything special in my opinion. What's special is what you do otherwise. I say we all deal with things. We all deal with ups and downs issues with family sometimes issues with health issues at the job it's all about what we do above and beyond that every day is what makes us or what we don't do is what breaks us so with that being said y'all have a great week you know think about what was said think about where we're going and think about where you want to be and understand that you can break away from your situation you can break away from your mentality you can break away from what you're used to you can break away from your poverty mind state you can break away from your thought processes of you lacking of you not being worthy of you not being able to do it you can break away from that it it takes time and it takes energy focus consistency dedication hands down nothing is free and anything that appears to be free if you look closer you'll realize it's not free there's nothing free in this planet existence 
And it's all about what you put in so you can have more control with what you get out. So three B's, y'all. Believe you can do it. Begin to do it. And you will become what you believed you could do in the first place. Consistency, dedication, and focus. And you can do your dance. I invite you to email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. If you have any questions, you want to book a consultation, check out welcometothefoundation.com. Get your learn on. Put yourself in in a different mentality. Put yourself on a different requirement. You've lived your whole life up until this point doing what you wanted to do or what you thought you were supposed to do. Are you happy with the results? Are you truly happy with the results? And if you're not, you need to do something different. And in order to do something different, you must think differently. Hands down. No way around it. No ifs, ands, or buts. And sometimes, you know, the hard truth is the real truth. But I love y'all. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't say nothing. I'll just do my dance, you know, over here luxurious. But as I said, in my experience and in my successes, I got tired of seeing the people who looked like me in the lowest economic position. And it's not just about money. It's about mentality, mentalism. The first pillar of the seven is mentalism. Everything is mental. Everything exists in the mind before it exists in the physical plane. You look at your car, look at your house, look at your laptop, look at your phone. That existed in someone's mind first. Believe that. Know that. And know that you have the same power. You just got to learn how to tap it. And hopefully, you know, the foundation has endeavored to help you tap that. The purpose of the foundation is reestablish the foundational information that we've been taught about ourselves, about doing commerce, interfacing with the public, so on and so forth. And that's what we're doing. And hopefully, that's what we're helping you do. Because I can't make you do anything. All I can hope to do is inspire and motivate you to do something different so that you can get a different result and you can enjoy yourself enjoy yourself you deserve to enjoy yourself you deserve to enjoy your life but you must put in the work you must or not but I love y'all I appreciate y'all I respect and I honor y'all you know life is is a blessing in disguise as a lesson And, you know, it's it's my my hope and my will that y'all get what y'all want and that you are enabled to enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself with what you do, enjoy yourself with your family, enjoy yourself with your with your enterprise, with your business. Enjoy yourself with the fruits of your labor. Enjoy yourself with the freedom that you created. 
and allowed yourself, whether that freedom is to go to a, a tropical island, to purchase a home, to get into a certain business, to become a real estate mogul, to be the best parent that you can be, enjoy yourself. So with that being said, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all make sure y'all say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight. And every night, it is important. And I'll catch you next week here on the hottest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L. That seeker of truth L Speaker of truth L For the foundation Here on high frequency radio network Y'all enjoy yourself Take care of yourself And I'll catch you next week Peace to the gods High frequency radio